0: Lads, lessers, Punting Masses, welcome, welcome, welcome. The last regular season NFL wrap for the year and by... Jeez, we had to, we have to bring up the mood. We have to bring up the mood, people. We just went outside before. <sighs> and this is what we found out from the masses after what we found out, read on the news about the Novak Djokovic case. Oh, my goodness, it is an absolute shambles out there right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Unbelievable. Only a few hours ago, we found out that, what's that judge's name? Jonathan Kelly is the judge who put on a grand show mind you, of showboating. By jeez, you wouldn't think that judge was going to be on a worldwide internet stream around the world, would you? Showboat Jonathan Kelly grants Novak Djokovic to stay in the country, unvaxxed, ladies and gentlemen, not only in the country, but in the state of Victoria, where, of course, millions have been fired, millions have been forced... Well, let's just say, yeah, okay, okay, we'll use the word forced, because it is a mandate. Forced to be double-vaxxed, otherwise you have no job. That's one. And seriously, uh, thanks to the help of medical professionals organised by the Victorian State Government and the dodgy emails from Tennis Australia coming out of Victoria Novak Djokovic gets off on a technicality based on, let's call it what it really is legally, consumer rights. Yes, he got off on a technicality of consumer rights. He is allowed in the country because the email, the dodgy email that was sent to the players was incorrect. Therefore Djokovic had a leg to stand on because he didn't know the information was wrong. Oh, yes. All of a sudden, leftists around the country have turned anti-vax. Oh, yes, we have PR guy 17 on Twitter saying Dan won. Uh, Djokovic won. The federal government, nil. All of a sudden, he's turned anti-vax. Former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd, not that he needs to be any more de- delusional than he already is. Claiming it's a conspiracy, that the court case was a conspiracy from the federal government to, for a distraction of how COVID's going in this country. <laughs> the left has all of a sudden turned delusional, folks. This is the left on Twitter who day in, day out, night and day, 24 hours, you turn on Twitter and what do you see? Attacks on, and rightfully so, mind you, let's get this correct rightfully so, the policies of the federal government to just let it go. Not for mentioning that most of the country agreed on letting it go. And so the hashtag let it reap has all of a sudden become let it reap because you people did what Scott Morrison wanted to do and let it reap. So you can now all reap what you sow cheer on Novak Djokovic coming to this country and just remember you people are attacking a person for letting it rip in this country you people are unbelievable that's that's the serious political mood I can go on all night with that serious political mood because quite frankly Daniel Andrews has not even betrayed the people of Victoria He's betrayed people like us, those who have to take medications and get the double vax just to have, mm, let's just say, a little less of a 50-50 chance to stay alive if, in fact, we do catch COVID. But you let this goose in to play tennis because you can talk the talk, but you can't walk it. Rules are rules, is what you said a few months ago, Big Ears. And quite frankly, you really can't walk the talk. You are an absolute hypocritical fool and anyone who supports you is a hypocritical fool. But now let's get back to what this podcast is meant to be about. Sports, uh, yes, of course, we will miss politics in this podcast, believe you me. It's called grey matter, people, you need to friggin' learn it. Let's go now to what we're here for. Oh yes, the better half cleaned up again this week, two from two. Of course, with Jacksonville in Clown Week, absolutely winning outright over the Indianapolis Colts, knocking them out. Knocking them out of playoff contention. And then Pittsburgh Steelers, which everybody forgot about in their stupid conspiracy theory, won. So, of course, if it was a draw in the last game, it wouldn't matter. But it wasn't a draw. It was overtime. We're going to do this week's games apart from the two we gave you last night from the better half. That's going to be on next week's show for Playoff Wildcard Weekend. We're going to give you the games that mattered. Just the games that mattered. There's not many of them, so we'll get through them first. Tennessee 28, Houston 25. Why does this matter? Houston reclaimed. Top spot in the AFC and get a week off that Kansas City claimed yesterday with a win over Denver, who squeaked a win out as well. For the Titans, Tannehill, 23 from 32, 287 yards, four touchdowns. For the Texans, Mills, 23 from 33, 301 yards, three touchdowns. Amendola, where have you been all year? Seven receptions, 113 yards, two touchdowns. The Titans, 12 wins in a season for the first time since 2008. Not that that's really anything important because, of course, there was an extra game this year and those stats are going to annoy me greatly. 18-0 scoring 20-plus points in the first half since 2015. The Texans are 0-19 trailing at halftime since 2020. Pittsburgh got in. Pittsburgh, 16, Baltimore, 13 in overtime with the Steelers. Roethlisberger, 30 from 44, 244 yards, one touchdown, one interception. For the Ravens, Huntley, 16 from 31, uh, 142 yards and two interceptions. Murray, 16 carries, 150 yards, one touchdown. Ben 150, uh, 65 wins, the second most in history playing with one team. He's also 17-9 versus the Ravens. Pittsburgh are 8-0 and one allowing less than 24 points this season. One and seven allowing 24 plus points. For the Ravens, have lost six straight, and that's the worst since seven and six seven weeks, seven to 16, 2007. This one counted. San Francisco 27, the Rams 24 in overtime because it kept San Francisco in the playoffs and knocked out New Orleans, who won anyway. It was meant to be the other way around, according to the script. 17-0, the Rams lead, and they got outscored 27-7 in the end. Garoppolo, 23 from 32, 316 yards, one touchdowns, two interceptions. Ayuk, six receptions, 107 yards. But the Rams, Stafford, 21 from 32, 238 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And how fitting that Matthew Stafford, the last play of the day, was an interception, would you believe? Cup seven receptions, 118 yards, one touchdown. He's the only reason that the Rams are there. 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, six straight wins versus the Rams. That's the third longest streak versus the Rams since 1970. And Jimmy Garoppolo, 31 and 14 as a starting QB. The rest, since he's been there, are 8 and 28. The Rams now 45 and 1, leading at halftime since Sean McVay was coached. That ends the longest streak to start a career. And finally, now, of course, you're going to say, where's Buffalo? Where's New England? Those games were important. Where's Cincinnati? No, they are predictable and boring results. We all knew they were going to win. They're not important. This one is the final one. The Chargers, 32. Las Vegas, 35 in overtime. The Great Conspiracy Theory was alive. The Great Conspiracy Theory was almost pulled off when it was going into overtime. The Great Conspiracy Theory nearly came... Two of uh, two fruition with four seconds left. Las Vegas kicks a field goal to win, knocking out the charges, and charges will be charges. Herbert 34 from 64. 383 yards, three touchdowns, one interceptions. He is not good enough. Williams, nine receptions, one nineteen yards, one touchdown. I don't care what anybody says, Justin Herbert is not good enough, and neither is that Chargers coach. He is a typical Chargers coach. Philip Rivers would be sitting there laughing right now, thinking that was me for all these years. For the Raiders, Carr, 20 from 36, 186 yards, two touchdowns. And Jacobs, 26 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. Congratulations, Derek Carr, for the first time in eight years in his career, he gets to play a playoff game. The Chargers, 3-8 when Justin Herbert has one plus giveaway this season. Unbeaten, 6-0 when he doesn't. 2-7 2-7 allowing 25-plus points this season. 7-1 allowing 24 points or less. The Raiders are the first team in a Super Bowl era to make the playoffs with an interim head coach. And they've won 16 in their last 12 overtime games. Well done to the Raiders, which leaves us both with four teams each. Kansas City, $6. Tennessee, $9. New England, 21 Las Vegas, 41 The over and under win totals finished Split at 16 to 16, with Buffalo under 10.5 wins, losing. We had Indianapolis over 9.5 wins, would you believe, losing. We had New Orleans and Pittsburgh over 8.5 winning. We had Atlanta over 7.5, they got there to the last week, but still, they lost and Houston, it took them till the last week under four and a half wins. And I reckon the year's worst bad beat would have been, with two ties, Pittsburgh failing to get over eight and a half wins, would have been the worst beat of the season. In the NBA, we'll quickly go through these, because there's no details, As still we had no games uh miami 13 memphis 34 dollars. now they're going closer and closer after their win against the lakers today would you believe skip bayless with 20 seconds to go and memphis in front by eight points said the lakers were making a monumental comeback and they're going to win this 20 seconds to go and eight points behind ladies and gentlemen skip bayless is the luke darcy of u.s sports he is absolutely a shocker. Dallas at 41, Charlotte 71. In the NHL, and it's still a mess. 103 games postponed and counting. $8 Florida. $850 Tampa Bay, Toronto, $9 Vegas, 16 the Rangers, 17 Washington, 18 in Boston. It's so bad that there's a fit Seattle sitting there. They've been told to take weeks off. There's a fit Islanders there who had to struggle were told to struggle to play even signing up my cat for three days to play with the islanders and they got a full team they've been told to take two weeks off work that out unbelievable and that is it don't forget better and the better half back sunday night for wild card week preview it's a short and sharp podcast this week better and the better half on facebook better and the better half on instagram regrettably better and the better half on twitter i'm sitting there with all the fool. i hate to use this word ladies and gentlemen retards on twitter right now they are absolutely demonstrable to reason with you can't reason with stupid as they say on the famous meme to reason with stupid means you have to go down to their level and they will prove you right Yes, you've seen it time and time again in sports, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great example of sports. How many teams have you seen, times have you seen like, uh, let me use an example of this year. Let's say Golden State plays Detroit, uh, plays uh, Houston, we'll use that. Golden State, pl- Golden State plays Houston, you think Golden State would belt them. A prime example would be Houston, bringing them down to their level and only losing by one point to prove that stupid is always right. That is what I'm trying to tell you folks. Right here and then. Thank you to Daniel Andrews and Tennis Australia for ruining two weeks of the Australian Open. Uh, But there's going to be one shining light in all of this. There's one crowd in the whole world and one crowd in this whole country you do not want to get on the wrong side of. And that is a Melbourne crowd. And I guarantee you that in the first set of his first game, Novak Djokovic is going to be in the fetal position sitting there on center court mark my words too that if it's raining and god i hope it rains and they close the roof i don't know where he's going to play because that's illegal in this state right now Uh, don't forget bettor and the better half also on patreon we had horse racing yesterday we broke even yesterday after getting one win and two losses we got a five dollar winner uh we got a fourth place in the last one as i mentioned to you on this podcast last night we didn't get uh, over the line with that one but broke even with something like about eight percent in front sports and racing so far in december so don't forget better and the better half on patreon hit the link when you see it on the facebook page or hit it in the bio on instagram it doesn't take long don't be lazy sign up and get the winners get the futures Get everything that I give you. And it's getting a little bit late now for the futures to jump on because they're way short for the uh NFL. There's only four weeks left, but you can still get on the NBA and the NHL if you want to. And don't forget, AFL and NRL starts up pretty soon. Oh, come on one more right, time. Paris. Oh, yes, there's Novak again screaming out in the crowd. One more time for Clown Week, just to bring up the mood. <laughs> and we'll see you oh don't forget this is where he should have been going we'll leave you there for novak djokovic that's where he should be and every leftist in the country should be on there as well oh yes and leave us alone in peace absolutely unbelievable nimrods brains in wheaties packets We'll see you on Sunday night for better and the better half NFL uh, wildcard week. So until then, bye for now.